Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of 100 Yards Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host and producer, Logan Landers, and joining me to talk about this NFL Week 16 game preview between the Atlanta Falcons and the Indianapolis Colts. As always, Mr. Football, Vince Turner. How are you doing this afternoon, sir? Hey, Logan, how you doing? Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas. Of course, the holidays are coming up really quick. We hope all of you out there, our fans, have a safe travel and a wonderful merry time with your friends, family, and loved ones these holiday seasons. Well, Vincent, uh, we man, this is, this is a little bit heartbreaking because coming into this game, we were all riding high. We thought the Falcons would get the, uh, the, the easy win right over the Carolina Panthers, but as we saw, that, was, uh, that wasn't the case. Uh, so we'll get right into it. Talk about these Falcons. Um, not going to have Desmond Ritter once again. He is back on the bench for the second time this season, which kind of feels like kind of feels like the kiss of death. Like that that might be it for him uh, for the season and as a starter elsewhere. Uh, but I mean, when you look at it though, he just hasn't been producing on the season. Throwing for over two thousand five hundred yards, uh, but he's got ten touchdowns, ten interceptions. And 11 fumbles and 31 sacks, which I get the sacks aren't all on him. Uh, but still, just that that ratio and that margin, just not the best. And, uh, you know, the Falcons, we said, you know, their midway report that if they didn't get things going with Desmond Ritter and with, you know, head coach Arthur Smith, that both of them might be out of jobs here uh, at the end of the season. And it isn't confirmed, but it is uh, leaning that way. You can kind of see the wheels are going in that motion. It feels like at least in the city uh, and around this team, just because, I mean, they're, they, you know, they're on the verge potentially of finishing with another seven and 10 season. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens, but yeah. So Desmond Ritter will not be starting in this game. Taylor Heineke, who has had limited experience this season, uh, he'll be back in. So it is a, uh, it's a big question mark to see how he'll perform um, against this red hot Colts team. Uh, we look at the running game. Obviously, of course, you've got Bajan Robinson and Tyler Algier. Uh, Bajan, for whatever reason, only got, I think, around seven carries last week. Not much at all. Uh, so they just did not utilize him for whatever reason. Just bewilders me. Uh, it, of course, we know the Falcons lost that game 9-7. Uh, uh, Algier was the leading rusher in that one. He got 14 carries uh, for 45 yards. So, not much going on in the running game, which is very disappointing because that was the strong suit uh, early on in the season with the Falcons when they were looking good and they had a lot of uh, early momentum in the season. Uh, definitely need to see them get back to that if they want to try and potentially beat this Colts team. Receiving game, of course, you got your, your mainstays in Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Uh, both those guys having some solid years overall in terms of receptions. Pitts is approaching 50 and uh, Drake London just too shy of 60 grabs on the year. Uh, London is also your top receiver, 769 yards for him. But unfortunately, though, just because of the you know the passing game and how it's just been, you know, just ice cold. Both those guys only have two touchdowns on the season uh, in the receiving department. John Robinson is actually your leading uh, pass catcher in terms of touchdowns. He's also got 323 in terms of yardage. Um, yeah, Vincent for the offense. I you know I just don't know what to say about this team. It is just anemic. You can't get nothing going with it, uh, and especially last week when. They were only able to get just one score against the Panthers, who are the worst team in the league. Uh, it's, you know, it was tough. But talk about their defense, uh, the Falcons, and what they can do to stop this Colts team. Well, um, I'm going to say this. Um, 
right now everybody's pulling on Arthur Smith, and I get that. I understand that. Um, the gentleman is kind of taking the team backwards, but I still think he's a good football coach based on the fact when he came in here in the Falcons and Sally Cap Hale, he had a team that won seven games. Um, especially last year with Marcus Mariel, quarterback that quit on him. Then you're looking at Matt Ryan. I can't remember what was their record debt the first year under Arthur Smith, but the guy really has had not a, had a lot to work with. Coming into this season, there was high expectations. Defensively, the Falcons have played, I would say, better than what we expected. Uh, maybe a top 15, top 20 defense, but I'm not going to put so much to blame on the offense because if you look at it, the Falcons have not made major stops in their last three games, uh, last two games, especially against Carolina and Tampa Bay. You take a team with a rookie quarterback that's been struggling and it goes 95 yards for the winning field goal. That's got to that's got to be on the defense, man. It's got to. Then you couldn't stop Baker Mayfield in their last touchdown drive. So as much as we want to say the offense, and of course Arthur Smith and Darson Redder, the defense has got to take some heat under this under this point too. But I will say this. Arthur Smith is from my hometown. You know how much I love my hometown. Logan. Yes, sir. He's a FedEx guy. His father owns FedEx. It'd be easy for me to pile on. But I'm going to say this. On any level of football, when you go with the quarterback and he says your man and you're going to stick with him, he can either get you, he can either make you look good or he can get you fired. Mm-hmm. The one thing I would say that's positive today coming on 100 yards for about that the Falcons still have a chance to make the playoffs. They got Indianapolis coming in. You take one game at a time. This is their biggest football game of the year. I understand Arthur Smith. He had to make a move with Dash and run and put him back on the bench because going into this game, I don't know what's going on over there at the Falcons Palace over there in Flowery Branch, but you don't want to lose your football team. Uh, do I think they made an upgrade? Tyler Haneke has showed you what he is. He's up and down. That's the reason he's a bag up. So we let's hope he plays his best football these next three weeks. Because the Falcons, they have playmakers. They got talent on the offensive side of the ball. The bottom line, I like Dash from Redder. He was a third-round pick. Did I think coming into this season he could be a quiet NFL quarterback? It's no question about it. I think all of us did. But in this game, you got to play with confidence. And when quarterback start making a lot of turnovers and constantly doing the same thing, it's a confidence thing. And we all know on this level, you either have it or you don't. And as you said in your earlier conversations a few minutes ago, Dashon Ritter, we might have seen the last of him playing with the Atlanta Falcons. And it's going to be hard for him to land on the team. He could probably be a quality backup. I don't know. But the young man, I just hated. He just never played with a level of confidence. He had some games. He have a good two quarters. Then the last two quarters, he turned the ball over. Last week, that turnover probably, if the Falcons don't right the ship, it's probably got him out of here in Atlanta. It's probably got Arthur Smith fired and Terry Fontenot. But the Falcons got three games left. Take it one game at a time. 
Is the Falcons still a good quality football team? No question about it. Is they still got quality football players? No question about it. It's just at the quarterback position. Your quarterback has got to start making plays. And hopefully Tyler Haneke can do that on Sunday. But I understand a lot of Falcons fan base. One thing about life, when you're winning, Logan, you hear all the cheers. But when you're losing, that nobody wants to be your friend. Do the Atlanta media has a, the right to be piling on Arthur Smith? No question about it. But I don't understand where people getting this this persona about Arthur Smith is arrogant. I, I don't. Do, do you see him like that? I I don't see him as an arrogant guy. You don't see him out here, you know, talking to the media and saying he's all big and bad and stuff like that. I don't I don't get that. You know that that type of energy from him. But there's certain media outlets here in Atlanta that doesn't like them. I think sometimes the media outlet here, I'm not going to put their name out there, but you know who I'm talking about. Maybe you don't like Arthur Smith because you might feel like he didn't pay his dues or he entitlement because his father owns a billion-dollar company with FedEx. I just get that kind of feeling uh, because everybody says he's very arrogant. I don't see Arthur Smith like that. I see, I'm see. i going to tell you what I see Arthur Smith as, a guy that's a good quality football coach. You don't do the things in Tennessee with the average quarterback and Ryan Tannehill, and I don't want to keep hearing the question you had Derrick Henry. You had to put some schemes together for Derrick Henry to be successful, right, Logan? Oh, of course, yeah. Okay. The thing I think that's really I got a lot of respect for for Arthur Smith is that he hung in there with a guy he drafted. He stayed with Dan Ritter, and maybe it's their fault because this is a guy. It was his guy he wanted, his guy he drafted. Dan Ritter's let down the Falcons, man, and he's let down mm-hmm. Arthur Smith. It's very simple. Quarterbacks, they get you accolades, and quarterbacks get you fired. But right now, what's the good thing about this, the Falcons got three games left. They go nine and eight. I think they can win the division. It's that simple. It's, but they uh, got they got, they got to beat Indianapolis on Sunday because yeah. Tampa Bay and New Orleans plays next week. And tonight, New Orleans got the L.A. Rams, which is a huge playoff game. Huge. It's uh, it's tough out there in the NFC South. You know, it's, a, it's obviously a three-team race, as you mentioned, with the Falcons, with the Buccaneers, and, of course, with the Saints. Um, and, yeah, the, the Falcons need, obviously, I would say, you know, if they win out, that would be great. Uh, but they also need a little bit of help, too, with those other teams I just mentioned, maybe, you know, falling off, as you mentioned, with um, tonight, Saints. If they can get that loss, that would definitely help out. Uh, like I said, they, they need to get some breaks going their way. And, uh, you know, we've seen some crazy things happen late in the season in football and tight division races. And uh, who's to say the Falcons won't be one of those teams? Well, let's flip it over, Vincent. Let's talk about the AFC South leading Indianapolis Colts. And um, I didn't look, whenever Anthony Richardson went out, you know, four games into the season and Jonathan Taylor still, you know, hasn't been fully healthy this year. I would have never thought this team would have been in first place. Just if you look at their offensive game, but they've had some guys who have really stepped up and have helped them, uh, you know, be one of the hottest teams in football. They've won, I believe, four of their last five or five of their last six. Uh, they beat the Steelers last week. They fell to the Bengals and they were on a nice four-game winning streak uh, prior to that. But, I mean, Gardner Minshew, we've seen he's a solid, he's a reliable quarterback in this league. Uh, 63% completion percentage, 2,739 yards, 14 TDs, 
eight INC. He's only been sacked 27 times or 26 times on the season. He's done a good job. He, he's kept them in the game, and they've been doing good work. On the, of course, in the running game, as I mentioned, Taylor, uh, he saw so he's going to be trying to practice this week and maybe get geared up uh, for that game against the Falcons. We're still not sure yet uh, with that thumb injury, but their main guy has been uh, Zach Moss, who's ran the ball 177 times, 764 in terms of yard, in terms of yardage. He's got five touchdowns, good 4.3 average there. But the real key factor is a guy who has really taken uh, a big leap this year and is really starting to, I, I feel like, kind of break out. Uh, and that's Michael Pittman Jr., the wide receiver out of USC. He is questionable for this game, but other than, you know, he he has looked good. You know, he's a guy who's gotten better and better each season. Uh, four touchdowns for him on the year, 1,062 yards. Uh, he's closing in on 100 catches on the year as well. So he's really proven to be that guy out there in Indianapolis. And you have some really good players uh, to help him out, some young talent out there, like Josh Downs, who's their uh Pick this last year, third round pick. Alec Pierce, you got a few seasons ago. Kylan Grinson, the tight end. So, I mean, they're a super young team, Vincent. And, I mean, they've got some really good playmakers out in Indianapolis. And, yeah, they're eight and six, but they have been one of the hottest teams in football here uh, in, in recent weeks. So, talk about the defense, though, and how they have really helped out in, uh, in Indianapolis and what they can do against the Falcons this upcoming week. Well, I think when you look at what they happened, I think it's been a collective effort. I think defensively, I didn't think they would play at a high level, especially after they lost. They weren't able to um, resign or they elected not to resign Mr. Leonard, their star linebacker. Mm -hmm. But they've had great defensive play. DeForest Buckner is a Pro Bowl player. EJ Speed has played at another level. Ronnie Harrison Jr. I think I've been very impressed with Kenny Moore in the secondary and Rodney Thomas playing the safety position. So although those names are not household names, but as you just mentioned, they'll play collectively as a team, and defensively, they're getting it done. And think about this. Last week, they held the Pittsburgh Steelers to, what, 13 points? I believe so. Yes, sir. Yep, 13. And so, when you overall, this is a, this is an Indianapolis team. They're coming in on a high. They got a real hot quarterback. They got a very good team. And basically, it's going to be a challenge for the Falcons. There's no question about it. It's a playoff team coming in yep. Sunday in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. You ain't kidding. All right, Vincent, it's time for our final predictions here. For this one, uh, man, this one's going to be tough. Um, but for me, I, I'm going to have to go with the Colts. They've just been red hot lately. And I, I just – I'm not getting that, that good energy right now. Like I said, the Falcons need to rally right now. And they it's got to be a team effort. They got they, they got a mimic, Vincent what Indianapolis is doing. They got to band together as a team if they want to come together and, and get into the playoffs and finish with a, a, a decent record uh, and, not, and not fall further below 500. Uh, the reason I'm going with the Colts, like I said, they, they've just done it at a more consistent clip. They've just looked better in recent weeks. And for the Falcons, especially since they are benching Desmond Ritter uh, in favor of Taylor Heineke, that's just a giant question mark. Uh, that you know we saw earlier this season wasn't the greatest solution. I mean, who's to say it's going to be any different? So final score for me in this one, I'll go with the Indianapolis Colts getting the win in this one. Final score, 28 uh, to 17 in favor of the Colts. Mr. Turner, your final thoughts? Um, I'm going to say this. When the bridge is crumbling, when everything else around you is not looking good, you can't go but one way up. 
I'm going to stay with the Falcons. I think they're going to answer the bell on Sunday. I'm not going to say how they're going to answer. I just think that you got a guy in Arthur Smith that's been here before. He's coaching the organization. The Tennessee Titans has had success. You look at the two years he's been the head coach here in Atlanta. He's done some good things. This year came with a lot of expectations. They have not cashed the bank in on expectations this year with Arthur Smith. I'm talking about the Atlanta Falcons. But you know what? I think we're going to see some out of this football team, and I think they're going to win a close game against the Indianapolis Colts 24-21. All right. We'll see what happens. Of course, we want to hear your comments, uh, your thoughts on this game on Facebook and YouTube. We appreciate all of our fans for tuning in each and every single week. As always, Mr. Football, Vincent Turner, it's a pleasure talking some NFL action with you each and every single week. I'm your host, producer, Logan Landers. Guys, we'll talk to you all on another live episode of 100th Football Sports Talk Radio. Go enjoy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.